Hello and welcome to Hamsa Holistic Healing and Ayurveda Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry, and I welcome you to episode number 21, where I speak with evidential psychic medium, Lisa Morrison, on the topic of the clairs or psychic senses, plus much more. We'll talk about it next. This episode is sponsored by the International Institute of Ayurveda. IIA is based in Northern California and Tuscany, Italy, offering both Ayurvedic education and clinical Ayurveda. For those interested in pursuing a career in Ayurveda, the Certified Ayurvedic Practitioner course begins in January 2022. This 1,500-hour, two-year intensive training is capped at 10 students to ensure that our future practitioners are given individualized mentorship and guidance by some of Ayurveda's top professionals today. For inquiries regarding either the school or the clinic, please email reception at iiayurveda.com. That's reception at iiayurveda.com. Hello and welcome to Hamsa Holistic Healing and Ayurveda Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry, and it is my deepest desire to journey with you down the path to better health, mind, body, and spirit through the practice of mindfulness and spiritual awakening. Here in this sacred space, we will examine how the practice of higher consciousness and self-awareness can actually lead us to an optimal state of physical and spiritual health. We will talk about the various ways to increase our awareness and support one another along this beautiful journey. Thank you for being here and welcome. Hello and welcome to Hamsa Holistic Healing and Ayurveda podcast with my guest, Lisa Morrison. Lisa is an evidential psychic medium who brings forth information from spirit for validation that life continues after death, as well as to bring comfort and healing to those still here in the physical realm. She is clairaudient, clairvoyant, and clairsentient, and uses those gifts to also provide psychic insight to help you take control of your life to live up to your true potential. Lisa has studied evidential mediumship at the Journey Within Spiritualist Church and Montclair Metaphysical Center with numerous internationally known tutors from the U.S. and Arthur Findlay Spiritualist College in England. Lisa is also a certified Akashic Records reader, Reiki master teacher, crystal Reiki practitioner, and certified in past life regression therapy by renowned psychiatrist and author, Dr. Brian Weiss. So I'm here today speaking with my guest, evidential psychic medium, Lisa Morrison. Hello, Lisa. Hi, Sherry. How are you? Good. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year. Thank you. Yeah. So today we thought we would talk about the Claire senses, the psychic senses. We all have, I think. We'll talk to Lisa about this, but maybe they're just not accessible for everyone. And so we're going to talk about each one, what it means, what it looks like, and how it manifests. And we'll just see what what comes up here. So I did want to start, Lisa, with this question. And the last podcast that we did together, we talked about 
intuition. And so I just, I wondered if you could just briefly explain intuition again for the listeners, because I feel like it's a word that's used a lot and kind of Mm -hmm. thrown about maybe with not a whole lot of understanding exactly what it means. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, really the intuition, I almost sometimes, how can I break this down? Almost like a map, like your internal map, (laughs) Mm, (laughs) Um, you know, to make choices and, 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 you know, to make the right choices for yourself, for your path and your purpose. Um, You know, and, and generally speaking, most people hear that it's that gut feeling like it's it's almost like a knowing in your stomach, like take a left-hand turn today, not don't go your normal route. For some reason you avoid an accident, you know, or something where, you know, you're making a decision on a large purchase and and maybe everything on paper seems great, but something in your gut saying, no, there's something you're not seeing, you know? So then at at that point, people sometimes do end up not listening to their gut and following through on what logically seems accurate. And then yes, something down the road happens where it's like, oh, I should have listened to my gut. You know, it's not the end of the road. You still end up where you're supposed to be, but it is, it's like, it's almost like this map or this guidance from your higher self is what I really feel like intuition is. Right. And so that would make sense that everybody has it because God wants us to be able to tap that internal kind of like a protective mechanism, maybe to keep us going on a safe path, a good path or whatever it is. Right. But Oftentimes we probably get in our heads and we say, oh, you know what? That's ridiculous that I should make a left and not a right. You know what? I'm just going to go the regular way. Right. Yeah. So is intuition is probably the beginning or the start of explaining the clear senses or the psychic senses that we're going to talk about today. Right. Yeah. So you have to ask yourself when those situations come up. Like, should I make a left or a right? Are we listening to the signs and the signals in our bodies? Like what's happening at that moment when we get an intuitive thought or feeling? And it's, I guess the clear senses would be intuition or psychic ability tied to each sense individually. Right. Yeah. Cause there's different ways one can receive that information, you know, and, and, because we're all individual, we're not all going to receive the information the same way. Right. So Mm -hmm. probably people have a stronger particular clear sense, right. Yes. That resonates more with them. Yep. Or is easier to tap for them. Right. Yeah. Some of them, I mean, even with my students, I'll see some of them, you know, um, naturally receive information one way and they may receive it in another way, but it's not as strong. So then we'll do like exercises to try to strengthen, think of like a muscle, um, that particular other sense, you know, and then you may have people, you know, there's, there's students and other people that I've met that only receive information one way and they don't feel it any, or they don't receive it any other way, no matter how hard they try. That's just, that's their connection to the divine. That's how it's I look at it. just their way it comes yeah. through. Yeah. It's like, so, um, even with different forms of divination, same thing. Like I've, I've bought so many pendulums, pendulums just don't work for me. When I try to do it, you know, as far as asking answers for some reason, it's great. I, you know, I'll use it when I do Reiki and things like that, like over the chakras, that's fine. But when I, when it comes to asking like a question, it's, it's never for me, it's never accurate, but I am great with like the tarot, you know, and then you may have right. another person um, that is great at scrying what, you know, whether it's fire or water or, you know, using a crystal or crystal ball, you know, yeah. and that way 
So, you know, it, it's, it's, we're all unique. So I don't want anybody either too. like, if anybody's listening today and they're trying to expand on their gifts, don't ever compare yourself to another person and be like, oh, they're more gifted or their abilities stronger. It's just, you have to figure out what's your niche. That's all. That's a great point. That's a great point because yeah. I use pendulum. My daughter does not use pendulum, does not resonate with her. And she used to get like, why, why isn't it working for me? You know? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> But that's not her thing. She uses other things, you know, like she, she right. likes the tarot. And, and um, so, yeah, that's an, that's an important point because people get down and they say, you know, if they try just pendulum and it's not working and they're like, oh, great, you know, forget it. I, I don't have any gifts. And they do have gifts. They do. We all do. Right. Yeah. So when you learn to develop your clairs and you get to know, notice and recognize when it's your intuitive psychic part of you that's guiding you or telling you something, it can open the door to a lot of powerful guidance and create kind of a magical life in a way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's start with the first Claire. The first Claire, maybe we'll start with is clear seeing. Clairvoyance. All right. So clairvoyance, um, clairvoyance clear seeing is people always think it's like you're looking and you're actually seeing like I'm looking at you you know on the screen right now or I'm you know looking in my room and, and seeing all the things around me it's not so much um, with your physical eyes not to say that something cannot manifest where you can see it with your physical eyes that is possible but overall what clairvoyance is it's almost like in your third eye where you have almost like a movie screen um, where images will just start to pop up. The difference is a lot of the times it's not in color. It's not, um, again, like you're looking at a literal movie screen. It's more of a, a thought form of an image. So, you know, the very first time I didn't realize I was clairvoyant until um, I had this one teacher tell me exactly this, which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell the listeners now. So you guys can maybe try it out and see if you are clairvoyant. If you were to put yourself in your bedroom doorway, and, you know, in your mind and start to think about, you know, when you're at the doorway, where's your window? Where's your dresser? Uh, you see your bed. Um, if you have a night table or a lamp or a TV and you can picture it in your mind and it's like you're seeing this thought of it, but you're not actually seeing the bedroom in color like you're looking at it. That's what it is. So then in turn, this is how it becomes difficult, especially in the beginning, to interpret those images and to know what is coming from the spirit world or another realm versus what you're projecting with your mind. Cause like you just projected that thought, you know what I mean? So, yeah. but that's, but that's still, that's the basis of what it's like. It's a thought form of an image. Okay. That's, that was a great explanation. And I just want to ask you a question. I had shared this with you that I live in an old house and I went in the basement and I saw in the corner an elderly man. Mm -hmm. And I knew he was not living, that he was in spirit form, but I could see what he was wearing. I could see him. I saw his fedora, his glasses, his dark suit. I saw him. Is that clairvoyance? You saw it with your physical eyes? Yes. So that wouldn't be clairvoyance. That would be a physical manifestation of a spirit. Okay. And how I knew that I saw him was that my husband is doing research on this house, his, historical research. And he saw a picture of this gentleman in the archives of who used to live here. 
And so when I came upstairs, kind of frightened that I had seen this person standing in the corner looking at me, he said, I described him and he said, did he look like this? And he showed me the picture of the man. And it was the hair went on my arms because it was him. It was him. And I had described him exactly what I saw. And so, yeah, so that, that, so that's not clairvoyance. That's an actual manifestation. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, clairvoyance would be in, in, within your third eye. Got it. Uh, where if, if you actually see something like a spirit, um, with your physical eyes, that is that they energetically were able to physically manifest themselves for you to see them as if you were seeing, uh, your husband standing in front of you when you went upstairs to talk to him, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that's- it was, I have to say it was in black and white and the, the corner was rather dark. It wasn't well lit but I could see him. I even could see the expression on his face. Like he was curious what I was doing there. And I was equally curious. So, (laughs) um, yeah, so I, okay. So that's clairvoyance you see in your mind's eye. Yeah. Your mind's eye. Okay. So the next one, clear hearing. Clear audience. All right. So clear audience, just like before, when I, it's the same thing, like I said, with the clairvoyance, it, it's a thought form, a word, a phrase. This is where it gets tricky as well. Nine times out of 10, it's in your voice. So again, when it comes to trying to interpret, if it's you thinking a thought, or if it's coming from a spirit or, you know, your higher self or things like that, it can get tricky there. But basically what it is, it'll be, I could hear a name. I could hear a phrase. I could hear a song lyric. And it, it it's, it's a thought that just instantly pops in as if I was thinking it because it's in my voice. Right. So it takes a lot of practice. That one took me a lot of practice to be able to turn off my conscious mind and trust whatever it was that popped in when it came to the voice, you know what I mean? My voice in my head, because it's just, it's just so bizarre. You have to be able to, I always tell people you've got to try it. Like maybe even have, you know, like a, a, a friend or something. If you have somebody into this with you that tries to send you telepathically, like, I don't know, a, a name or a number or something and see if that pops into your head. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, you can do it. We will do it in class too. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking a psychic development class with Lisa. I can't wait. <laughs> I love, I love every minute of this stuff. But it, I want, and so, not to say yeah. You can't hear a disembodied voice though, because you, I mean, I have, I've heard my name called before audible, right. With my ear uh, randomly, usually not when I'm reading though, like random times, like maybe I went in the basement and all of a sudden I heard Lisa, you know, like, and yeah. it's like, well, yikes. You know, <laughs> I think it's like my mother-in-law or something that's passed, but, but yeah, no, the same thing again, it's a thought form. So it's learning to get out of your head, your conscious mind and trust the thought that comes in. You know, another way you can do this is if people are that are listening right now, if you ever think about times where you're doing mindless work and a random thought pops in about something you weren't thinking about, you know, at that moment, or even in the last half hour, hour, you know, whether it's vacuuming, showering, Um, washing dishes, kind of like when you're driving, like when you kind of zone out, like almost into a meditative state and you'll randomly have a voice, you know, you hear your voice say, I don't know, call so-and-so Oh yeah. or, or, oh, the keys under the mat. Like, you know, and it's like, where did that come from? Right. It's from, you know, so I don't know if you've experienced that Sherry, but if you start to pay more attention to a random thought popping into your head, when you're not thinking about anything, 
that's how you'll start to decipher the difference. It's not you. It's coming from somewhere else. Right. And so when I'm reading tarot for somebody, I'll stop in the middle of it sometimes because I'm being told something to tell them. So I say, I'm being told to tell you this or that. This is what I hear them saying, them, the universe, the angels, the spirit guides. I I don't know, but I I hear it. And then we'll go. I just, because I'm feeling like I want to go to like the clear knowing. Clear cognizance. So are those two kind of hard to figure out the difference between, because you know how you just randomly know something or you randomly hear something. So what's the, no, so to me, it's, it's almost like an instant download. <laughs> like it's when you get the, the clear cognizance, it's as if it was already in your frame of reference, even if it's something you know nothing about. Um, and, you know, and I've heard some really unique stories from colleagues and things like that. Uh, I, I actually, there's one woman of mine that's a client that uh, is an RN in neurology. And she told me the story. I was cracking up. I mean, she's been in her field for a long time, but she had this woman come in and the woman's telling her all these symptoms. And she had gone to this other doctor and she said in her head, she heard this long drawn out, like in her voice, diagnosis. Like she thought all of a sudden, where did this come from? I've never heard of this. She thought it was just a word she made up in her head that just came in as this woman is telling her what's going on. Not uh, 30 seconds later, the woman goes, yeah, this doctor diagnosed me with, and it was the word that this woman thought in her head that she, or this diagnosis she'd never even heard of. Wow. It's not even, I see the difference now. Yeah. It was like, almost like it was just there. Like she knew it, even though she knew nothing about it. Incredible. Yeah. So it's strange. I remember one time I was reading somebody and again, I didn't hear it. I didn't see it. I didn't feel it. All of a sudden I just blurted out, you bought a star in their name. And they looked at me and they said, how did you know that? It was like a a friend of theirs that passed. And I said, I don't know. Like it just came out of me. Wow. I didn't hear it. Didn't see it. Didn't feel it. It just came out like as if they were almost speaking through me. Isn't that weird? Yeah. how I attribute the knowing and that one's harder to grasp because people think when they get the knowing that, Oh, did I, did I hear it? You start to question yourself. Maybe you did hear it. You yeah, know, cause exactly. they wrap their head around the fact that it just blew out of their mouth. <laughs> yeah. 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 You And you're like, did I just say that? How would I know that? It's just, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. Okay. So what about, so now, now we talk about clear feeling. Claire, yeah, Claire sentience. That's the biggest one that I will tell you everybody has without a doubt. Get a feeling. Everybody feels, everybody feels right. Yeah. Well, even if you don't realize it's on an intuitive level or a psychic level, you have emotion. Yeah. You know how to feel. It's natural to us to have feeling. So that is exactly what it is. So people that are empaths and stuff like that as well, we all have it. Um, which is, and it, you could feel in many different ways. So for example, on a mediumship level, if you're, um, bringing through somebody that's passed, you may feel how they died. You know, I may get a pain or an ache. I may feel all of a sudden, like I'm nauseous and I had stomach cancer, or all of a sudden I may start to get a uh, heart palpitations, like, and I'll physically feel them. Yeah. Um, and then I'll be like, oh my God, they had a massive heart attack. You know, and then once I acknowledge it, like we discussed in the last podcast, yeah. Um, once I acknowledge that it's the spirit, and I let it go, it's not mine. No more anxiety, right? Right, right. <laughs> I don't want that. I'm not going that one. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's pretty much it. And then the same, even um, 
both mediumship wise, but also on a psychic level, if you're reading somebody psychically, intuitively, um, and what's going on, say with their health, I may pick up on their health stuff that way. Um, I may pick up on their emotions. If I pick up on a situation, maybe they're going through a divorce. All of a sudden I'm like, I'll feel that I'll feel like I'm becoming separated from somebody. Right. You know, or, yeah. uh, and then I'll feel this sadness. I'll yep. feel the sadness. So this loneliness, emptiness, confusion, you know, and, and that's really what, what that is. It's so it's, it's feeling the emotions. It could be feeling physical elements. Yeah. Sometimes I may even feel like this sounds funny, but if you really, in mediumship, if you really get into the essence and blend really strongly with a, a particular spirit and you have the connection for a period of time, you may start to actually do mannerisms and things like that, that that's happened to me before where I feel like all of a sudden I feel like I'm dribbling a basketball or, you know, and, and this person played basketball, they were, you know, and things like that. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah. So you must use that all the time when you're doing all yes, your readings. I do. And what's kind of cool is for, I, I've studied with a lot of different people. Cause I feel like I'm always a student. I'm always learning. Yeah. I yeah. always want to strengthen my connection and, and, you know, honor the spirit world and, and be the best voice I can for them. I'm representing them. Right. So I, I, I take that with a great pride. And so I'm always learning and, and all of that. I take a bunch of classes. A lot of them talk about the book of symbolism. I'm sure you've heard of that of, um, okay. So the spirit shows you this, it means this, like you build your, your rapport in this book with them based on your own personal experiences in life. Cause again, we're all different. I had the last teacher I studied with about three years ago, he pushed us to use the feeling with the clairvoyance, with the images in order to better accurately unfold the story of the person that's passed. And we'll do that in class too. Some of my students are like, get so, and I'm like, don't freak out. Like it's, it's not easy. It took me a while, especially after being trained for so with different teachers for so long to use symbolism. All of a sudden you're telling me to do it this whole other way. But once I got it, it opened up a whole other world with my mediumship. It went to a whole other level as far as like the and in the interpretation and being able to interpret things quicker and on the first try because interpretation people don't understand like if, if they don't understand how this stuff works and you they say somebody walks in that's kind of a skeptic and I say something and they say no you know and they're instantly they're validated you're wrong this is a bunch of nonsense right right um it's not like what I saw felt or heard was wrong but I messed up the interpretation I always tell people, you have to trust what you're receiving, but yeah. we can very much get in our own way. Sure. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's with any, any psychic practice channel that you have. It's the same with healing. You can't start diagnosing in your own mind. It's better to just go with the flow, read the energy and be led where the imbalance is or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it was crazy. I mean, I even remember just to give an example for people to understand a little more about how this, what I'm talking about, because sometimes, again, it's hard to wrap your head around this stuff. But when we were first learning it, he had paired us up into small groups of four and wanted us to practice this exercise. He says, so you're going to ask somebody to step forward like a spirit, ask them to give you one image. And then I want you to use your feeling to feel what the image means. Don't use your frame of reference. So I stand up and I feel instantly feel a man. It's my turn. And they show me Michael Jackson. I'm like, now in my mind, I would have said somebody that loved Michael Jackson. That's where I would have left it. Right. Like somebody that liked his music. Right. So I said, all right, let's try this. I mean, of all the things, why am I seeing Michael Jackson? Right. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so I start to hone in, right? I start to ask, let me blend with this. Let me blend with the image of Michael Jackson. What does it mean to the person that's in spirit that I'm feeling? So I get someone and not that, that he liked the music. I felt like I wanted to start to do the moonwalk, like, and be silly. Like, <laughs> that's what I was feeling. So I said, I have a male in spirit. Do you, would you understand? They would have liked to pretend to, to dance like Michael Jackson, pretend to do the moonwalk and, and just to be funny. So out of the, the four girls, one raises their hand. I was like, yes. So he said, cause you can stretch one image. Sometimes you have to know when to stop though. So I said, all right, let me see. Let me feel into this again. Is there anything else I could get off this image from spirit? I felt like the name was significant. So I said, would you also understand the name Michael? And she goes, yes, that's his brother. Wow. Now, if I had just done it with my symbolism, I wouldn't have gotten that. So you see how you can really stretch the evidence? Yeah. It takes a lot of, it took me a while to really hone that, get that down after being trained another way. But it really has taken my mediumship to another level with the accuracy. It's pretty cool. Wow, it is cool. Yeah. When you and, and when you say symbols too, do you see shapes and like lines or triangles? Well, no, symbols or- as in like pictures, just like okay, okay. Like a rose or I may see a basketball. I may see a, a car. You know, okay. so like building your symbolism to be able to, you know, so when spirit shows me a car, that could mean they like to race cars or they like to collect cars, or they died in a car accident. So see how we could still, getting right. that image, using your frame of reference of what that image could mean. Yeah. You could get like, I could get the car, say they died in a car accident, the person says no. All right, so then why am I seeing the car? Now I gotta go back in, why am I seeing the car? Um, they like to collect cars, no. You know what I mean? So we could sit there and get a bunch of no's, but the car's accurate. Versus if I see the car and I feel into why am I feel, why am I seeing this car? Let me feel the meaning. Yeah. I could be like, oh, I feel like somebody's kept his car and they're restoring it. Yes. That's it. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that's, that's amazing. So you, when you're doing the readings in a group, because I've been to your readings in a group and you'll say a car has probably come up a lot or there was a camper that came up when I was in your group reading for somebody. And, and that person, it was for somebody, they raised their hand. Yeah. I, I know something about a camper, you know, and they sold it and the person didn't want them to, or whatever it was, but you must've seen a camper because I think you started with the camper. Was and that so that, the, I was trying to remember, was that that group that was against the wall? On yes. The left? Yes. Now it just came back to yes. Me. <laughs> yes. Yep. And so, yes. And, and then, you know, the whole like thing, like, opened yeah. from that camper business, you know? So right. I get what you mean. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. If then it unfolds, yeah. not just the validation and the evidence, but then it starts to unfold the story of, of the spirit and their relationship, what the relationships were like with those people that were there in attendance. And yeah, exactly. Yes. That's neat. I actually get that when I'm doing tarot readings, um, I'll see something and I'll say, are you worried about money right now or the loss of money or making money and not having enough? Yeah. Because yeah. You know, it's it, and it will be a card that doesn't really mean that, but inside of me, I feel the need to ask the question, and then they're like, "Yeah, yeah, I am feeling that right now." Yeah, and then that, you know, goes on. It you know, you can't. And I will tell people too that you know whether you know who are listening and you too, you know, whether you're doing this on a professional level or you're just learning or you're just interested. Again, don't ever doubt yourself. You may, if you're doing this on a professional level, you may come across people that 
they're they just don't want to admit. So yeah. they make you feel like you're wrong when you're not wrong. It's that they're afraid to admit they're having money problems or relationship right. problems. Yes. You know, they, they try to hide it and they make, you know, then you start to think, Oh my God, I'm off or I'm wrong. <laughs> or I really can't do this. I have had situations where people have come to me and no matter what I said, everything was wrong. And then I have found out after the fact that it was accurate and they wouldn't admit to it. Yeah, I'm sure ego gets in the way of things or or just being a little bit protective or secretive or whatever about something. Yeah. Um, it gets probably easier when you have a relationship with people and they know that they can trust and express right, right. themselves in a safe place. And so there are two other ones that are kind of weird. I don't even know, are the smelling and the tasting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. Claire Gustins and uh Claire Aliens. Yes. So on occasion, I will get them. Yeah. But I do know people that get them all the time. So again, like I said, we're all individuals, but yeah, like I may smell cigarette smoke. I may smell perfume. I may smell a pot of sauce, you know, and say, and then again, feel into it, just like I do with the clairvoyance and say, I, I, I feel like this woman was known for making homemade meat sauce or something, you know, and then the same with like the smelling, like I, I had some, Actually, I had someone the other day that came from Pennsylvania to see me. She said, I think she was a Madame Morris or something. Apparently her husband had passed and, and she told me this at the end. And when we were done, when she was driving here or to my office, she had said to him, if you're really here, mention perfume, like just a random thing. Now, granted, anybody who's listening, it doesn't always work this way. The spirit world doesn't believe in like having to prove anything. So don't, don't. <laughs> So, you know, and, but I, I've had times where people have said it and let it go. And then it does come, something comes in organically that they ask the person to say, but then there's been times where someone's like, well, I told them to give you the code word. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> they don't need code words. And they, <laughs> um, they don't believe in it. You know, don't mock them either. Right. So, but she had said, apparently in the car mentioned perfume. The very last thing, this was a half hour session. She had had like four or five people come through. The last person to come through was the husband, her, her husband that passed. And the last thing he said, the timer goes off. And I said, I was confused because I started to smell perfume. But I felt, again, I felt this guy was not the type of man that wore cologne. And I didn't feel like he right. was the type to buy perfume either. So it confused me honestly consciously because I'm going how do I what do I say to this woman that I'm smelling perfume but I don't feel like it's something because you'll you may have someone that has someone's old perfume that's passed and they'll smell it and things like that like but I'm going this doesn't make any sense I don't feel like there's cologne or perfumes or so I looked at her and I said look I said I don't understand why I said I'm going to be flat out honest with you I said I'm smelling something like a perfume I said, but I do not feel like he bought you perfume. I don't feel like he wore cologne and there's anything to this. And she starts to laugh. And then she tells me what she said. If it's you just mention perfume. Oh That's my what gosh. That was. Isn't that wild? It is. It is so wild. And what if you, it, what if you didn't say anything? What if you just over, you know, like overthought it? I said, oh, I don't know what that means. It doesn't make sense. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, which I used to do all the time in the beginning. And a lot of, of my students do the same thing. And I'm like, you're in safe space. No, we're all here together to learn. No, there's no right or wrong. Just 
say it. Nobody's exactly. going to judge you, you know, exactly. versus a client that, you know, when I, it's scary, you have someone coming and they're paying me for a service. I want to make sure that, like I said, I'm being the best I can representative of the spirit world and trying to provide this person that's coming to see me with comfort, yep. you know, and validation that their loved ones are still there. So yeah, you know, you're afraid yeah. to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've gotten to a point. I've been doing it so long now. I tell people in the beginning, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Like I'm not going to sit there and, and get all ego and be like, oh, I'm right. And you're not, you know, yeah, exactly. say, tell me if I say something and it does not make sense saying, no, I do not take offense to it. I trust what I'm receiving, but I am human. Even the best mediums, you know, it's funny. You watch these people on TV and they edit out all the no's. Yeah. Yeah. Of you course. Know, Tyler Henry and Teresa Caputo. And not to say they're not real. I mean, I've seen Teresa live before. She's was unbelievable a long time ago in Tarrytown, but so it doesn't mean they're not real, but we're human. And this yes. is not an exact science. A lot of the times when I get the clear audience, the hearing, sometimes it's almost like a spotty cell signal. So like, even if I get a name, sometimes I may hear the name really quick, the whole name. Other times I only may hear part of it where I'm like, uh, a Joe, Joe like it's, I may get the J-O. I'm like, is it Joe? Is it John? You know, or something right. along those lines. There's a lot that goes on that people don't understand. Yeah. You know, yeah. So draining <laughs> all of this. Yes. Yeah. I think what I think when we use our psychic abilities in the beginning, I can say this. When I used to do healings in the beginning, I would have to go to bed after, like straight to bed. It didn't matter if it was two in the afternoon. I was absorbing so much of their whatever issue they were having. I wasn't good at healing and then releasing yeah. it. I was taking it in and I was experiencing physical manifestations of their illness. So I had to get a hold of that and get a handle on that real quick. If I was going to do this as a living, which I do right. now. So you can um, go forward with people too, doing that stuff. And people don't realize sometimes you have to like, I don't know, call Archangel Michael to chop that cord because whether yes. we mean to or not, especially when, if it's somebody like you, who, if you're doing hands-on healing, yeah. you're it or, or massage therapists and things like that, people that are right up in your energy field, you don't realize it. It's because it's not intentional. You're all of a sudden starting to form a cord with that person. Yes, that's true. Very true. Yep. And before, when we were talking and just briefly, the tasting clear gustance, I had experience. Yeah, I, I, I experienced that once. Yeah. I tasted roses. And I kept taking coffee and like swishing it around my mouth because I thought I was going nuts. Why would I, you know, but I was in a hospital taking care of someone who was ill and I just kept taking, tasting roses. And a friend that was, that came into the room, that's very spiritual and religious said that, you know, the blessed mother was, was with me in my time of need and that she was, and I experienced that through a sense of taste of roses. So that was like a kind of a life changing moment. But earlier in the conversation, you mentioned empaths. And so I just wanted to, because I feel like the empathic abilities and the different kinds of empaths are kind of linked to the clear senses in a way, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I just wanted to quickly, cause I know a lot of people and, and I being an empath and having a lot of friends that are empathic or highly sensitive people, we, we talk sometimes about the different types of empaths. And so I just wanted to kind of just talk about it quickly, not, you know, get into it too deeply, but the physical empath and, and what's your, what's your feeling about empaths, Lisa? Uh, to me personally, I feel like it's not any different than someone that's a psychic. Yeah. Or an intuitive. Okay. 
Um, yeah. and like you said, because it's linked to the Claire's and stuff like that. Uh, it, you know, and when it comes to like the physical, like I said before, with the, with the feeling and physically feeling like I'm having a heart attack or yeah. feeling like my knee is throbbing, um, or, any of that stuff maybe all of a sudden I'm feeling nauseous and it's because this person is having stomach issues you know I've had that happen before I remember do you do you stop and say when that's happening to you because this is how I do it I say is this mine is this that's, mine? that's how I stopped my anxiety exactly by doing that I stopped in the moment when I started to feel something yeah I would I got to the point where I start I would I would start to let it snowball. And then all of a sudden I catch myself, right? I'm thinking, oh my God, there's something wrong with you. And I'd say, wait a minute, let's evaluate. What happened just now? Nothing. What happened in the last 10 minutes to cause you to feel this way, right? I'd start to think, did something happen that caused me to do this or feel this way? Or did, has everything been fine? Everything's been fine. It's not you, Lisa. Like that's, you right. know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good tip for physical empaths. Um, yes. If you start, I, I mean, I've had a couple of times when I thought I was absolutely having a heart attack. I mean, I told Stu, take me to the ER. I'm having a heart attack. The heavy, the the chest, the down, the left arm. The, and then he now he knows from being with me so long. He said, "Is this yours?" And I said, "Is this mine?" Nope. And it immediately goes away Why? immediately. And then of course, unfortunately, then you find out maybe that your neighbor, you know, was having a heart issue or whatever, right. you know, right. so an emotional empath. Same, same thing. You walk into a room where someone just got into a huge argument. You weren't even aware of the argument, but all of a sudden you went from being in a great mood to all of a sudden you want to punch a hole in the wall, you know, like, yeah, where did from nobody set me off why did I change or even like it's funny that I brought up the cord thing because certain people mm. you have cords with family friends so so they may not even be in your home or where you're at in that moment you may not be physically next to them and all of a sudden you don't know why you feel like crying or you get really happy and excited you know you almost feel like I don't know why, but I'm really happy. And then all of a sudden you get a phone call from, you know, you say it's your spouse, for example. Oh, you know, I just got a promotion or, hey, you know, I got hurt at work or, you know, I, I got into a fight with my boss, you know, and then all of a sudden you start to correlate because that happened. And I, you know, to me with a lot of people, I know my mother, like certain, my sister, all kinds of people where I couldn't figure out why. And then I get a call, something's going on. And I didn't, right away realize that it, it actually took me a couple of years for all of a sudden I had this aha moment of wait a minute are you catching you've having you're having these mood swings and then you get a call something good's happening or something bad's happening to yeah. somebody that I'm connected to right exactly you know let yeah, alone if you be a random stranger in the store you're online at shop right and all of a sudden you start to feel like you want to cry and you don't want to be here anymore and then the, the stranger strikes up a conversation with you because you know how light workers are. They attract. <laughs> oh, indeed. Like magnets. Stranger, you know, <laughs> divulges their life story. Oh my God. I'm going to, you know, and all of a sudden they're saying, I'm going to get evicted from my house and I have no <laughs> money. Da, da, da. Like you become the therapist while you're waiting to check out. Yeah, um, and time. you're like, yep. no wonder why I was feeling <laughs> like I just wanted to ball and I just wanted to, I don't know, jump off a bridge because yeah. my yeah. life is crashing down, but it's not your life. It's their life. You're feeling it. 
Right. Exactly. It's, it's really, it it speaks to the, the energetics around us that the naysayers or the skeptics are like, I don't believe in this stuff. Okay. Well, you don't believe in walking into a room and feeling the energy because I'm pretty sure you probably have, whether you want to admit that you have or not, or, you know, I mean, that's another story, but they, how about the flora or the plant empaths of the world? So that's a cool kind of thing, isn't it? I, th- I mean, I have a friend that's a shaman, <laughs> so yes. she's all about the nature. I mean, yes. I love nature too. I'm a water baby, but, um, oh yeah. Well, like we'll go somewhere and she will literally stop and feel pulled to a tree and we'll hug it and we'll just hold yeah. it. Yep. There's you know, nothing more healing than hugging a tree. Let me just ground, say that. She says it grounds her. Yep. It, um, it, it almost feels like it rejuvenates, right? Cause you think of the roots of the tree going down into the core of the earth and that's, that's right. right. Just like when I tell people to um, visualize grounding themselves if they need that, like I tell people to close your eyes and think of roots of a tree going from your feet down. And then when you feel it hook into the core, you feel the, the energy of the earth and mother nature coming back up and into your body to like revitalize you and to heal you, to cleanse you out. Yeah, exactly. So now it is like very- mother earth energy. Yeah. But yes, but that's, I mean, that's, I think it's so cool what she does is she connects with the plants, the trees, the, the dirt, the everything, the rocks, she'll go and walk and just randomly pick up rocks, you know, and then she'll use them in her healings. Exactly. Because they're calling to her. Yes. Yeah. They're calling to her. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. And the, the fauna or the animal empath, which is just a beautiful thing, the connection with the animals. That's, that's definitely my groove. Well, you know what it is animals are i mean they don't know anything other than unconditional love yeah i mean even those uh, you know when you hear stories about a say a dog attacking that's all learned behaviors yeah. traits, or yeah. that's them uh, protecting themselves because maybe they were in situations in the past where they had to be protected by somebody that was trying to hurt them mm-hmm. honestly when it comes to feeling animals it, again it's like a psychic and even even with the plants and stuff, but it is, it's almost like an intuitive or a psychic side because I'll get animals in my readings. You know, I've read living animals before um, and picked up on health things or emotional things with them. Like I've had people say, could you tell me what's going on with my cat or my dog? Um, and then the same thing with, with animals that are past. They're just like people, you know, they have souls. They've come through to me before and given validating facts. I had one yesterday, a dog, pit bull that um passed and all he kept showing me was his back leg sliding out she that's why she ended up having to put him down and and he said and he made me feel like she tried to keep me home even though you know she should have put me down a little sooner hoping i'd go at home and she validated that as well isn't that incredible that he she made the right call because his legs he kept trying to stand up and his back legs just were done they were done yeah but yeah so absolutely we feel our animals and our animals feel i'll tell you Animals will feel us. Even Absolutely. we could have a smile on our face, but yep. inside our heart could be hurting from something. Yep. I, my dogs, my cats, they will come right over and plop right on my lap. Yeah, Even if the- I'm acting normal, they are so sensitive to energy. So it works both ways with animals. Yeah. I think animals are the greatest empaths of all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, we have an elderly cat and he's had two bouts of near death experience where he just stopped eating for five days. And I did the same healing techniques on him that I do on people. And he's still down there getting ready to celebrate his 18th birthday. So gemstones, music, meditation, massage, essential oils. I did the same exact thing that I do for the people. And here, here he is. 
and I, I say, praise, praise Jesus. When I say I, you know, all healing comes from above, but I, we're so grateful to still have whiskers. He's a great guy. My mother had a cat a couple of years ago. He finally passed, but he had had several strokes and it was same thing would stop eating. Couldn't walk. Right. Mm-hmm. She had Padre Pio oil and anointed oh. him. He oh, ended up leaving more than a, like, a, I want to say another 12 to 15 months after that she had anointed him twice. All of a sudden he perked back up after like several days of not eating. He was like kind of walking drunk. You could tell. And he was 17. Wow. And no, that oil brought him back to life. And then we knew, you know what I mean? You get to a point where, you know, you have to let go and let them go yeah. transition. So, but yeah, yeah it's so people don't believe in this stuff, but there's absolutely power beside all of this, the crystals, the, all it. it's all about in, the intention too. People don't understand that. So yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. It's a crystal. It's a rock, you know? And yeah. Okay. So if you don't know anything about crystals, each crystal has vibrates at a different frequency, right? So there is energy behind that. But also when you're putting in this intention of I'm using this crystal to help promote healing and wellness, that in itself, you're putting that intention out to the universe and you know how manifesting works. So Exactly. It's so much is behind your intentions. So you're speaking to geomantics right now where the the connection to earth, the connection to the gems and the the, the rocks and and the person, the empath that has a connection with earth and crystals and gemstones also sometimes has the gift to predict natural disasters or a shift like earthquakes and things like that. I really don't know personally anybody who does that or had that gift that I can think of off the top of my head, but that's pretty cool too. I know somebody that could um, manipulate like the wind. Wow. I forgot what's it called. It, it, there's a term for it. I should Google and see. I know there's a term. Um, it's like kinetic something. I have to look it up, but yeah, no, I, I and Kinesis, somebody else that can manipulate. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then but, the, uh, the last one is, is telepathic. This is the gift that came forward first for me was being able to read photos and photos, places, objects. So how about the telepathic people? What do you think about that? Telepathy is really just reading somebody else's mind. Yeah. (laughs) Which isn't always the best thing to have. (laughs) Right. Because you may pick up if you're, if you were to try to read someone say right. And they're thinking in their mind, I really want her to say this. I really want her to say, like, say they're pregnant and I'm really, and, and they will say, all right, could you tell me what you're feeling? Is it a boy or a girl? And in their mind, they keep sending you, please say girl, please say girl. Not that they're purposely sending it to you, but that's what they want to right. hear. Yeah. You could very well pick up on that and not the actual sex of the baby. Exactly. I've had that happen before. I have seen other people. You know, if I have someone that is completely open to tell me boy or girl, and not to like say like, oh, I'm the greatest because it's a 50, 50 shot anyway, but um, I, every single time for some reason I have gotten it. Yeah. Except for the times where someone is focusing so hard on, oh my God, I hope it's a girl. Oh my God. I hope it's a boy. I end up picking up on what they're sending, what they want and what they're sending out. Yeah. Not the actual sex of the baby. Definitely. Definitely. And, and when I do read photos, I have to have ex- access to the person's eyeballs, like their eyes. If they're wearing sunglasses. I really can't tell you much, but if they're, but if I can see their eyes, then I can interpret. Yeah. The eyes are the window of the soul. So I mean, either when you're reading photographs, whether it's a deceased person, then that's mediumship. If it's a living person, then it's just doing a psychic reading on them, but the eyes are the window for the soul. That's true. Yeah. Interesting. 
Well, as always, Lisa, just so fascinating. I love to talk about this stuff. It's, it's like, it's such a passion for me, these gifts, and we all have them. But when we start to quiet our minds, a lot of meditation and quiet yogas and things can really assist in quieting the, the thinking brain to allow the beautiful psychic brain or psychic part of us to right. manifest. I thank you as always for sharing your time, your wisdom, your gifts, and everything that you do. Oh, I appreciate all of us. I do. I really do. I, I enjoy doing this with you. So yeah, it's really fun. And we'll schedule another one because I, I know in my little world of friends, my tribe, they can't get enough of this and you. So <laughs> they just like, they like to talk about it. They like to hear about it. It's interesting. It's fascinating, really. And it's a beautiful gift that the divine has, has given us as human beings and as animals and, and everything living, actually. I look forward to your psychic development class. I cannot wait. Would you like to say any of your offerings at this time? Because I know you have different things at different times. So yeah, so right, right now we have the psychic development starts Sunday, signups end tomorrow. And then that's really it for classes at the moment. I've, I'm booked solid yeah. with uh, events. I got a lot of events so you can keep you know track on my Facebook page for you know different uh, fundraisers like the large scale group readings, uh, restaurants, things like that. But then I also have you know I do private uh, in person Zoom or by phone. It works the same either way. Uh, readings, uh, psychic readings, mediumship readings. I also do Akashic Records readings, although those aren't as frequently because people don't quite know what it is or understand or really even care. I have to. one. I have one scheduled. I Can't know. Wait. Can't wait. I, <laughs> love doing them, but like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not interested in that. Um, oh you know, it's same with Reiki. I do in-person Reiki now. I also do it distant via Zoom, where again, works the same. Yeah. Like I said, all about intention. Hmm. Right now, I'm booking for like the end of April. I think I have to put my May schedule out. I think I might have like one or two appointments left in April. It's pretty wild. I'm very blessed. Thank you, universe and, and God and everybody. But yeah, so I am I am swamped there. But like I said, there's a lot of big events coming up. I'll be posting on Facebook. Um, and, and they, and people can just buy tickets. Is that the idea? They just buy a ticket to come to the event. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, a lot there. It's all through each, like I'm doing the American Legion in Monroe at the end of this month. I have a restaurant next week in Rockland, but that's sold out. I think they're taking Feb the February date now Hudson's mill. It's called I'm doing another restaurant in Warwick in March. I, I got a lot coming up. Yeah, I got a okay. Kill Fire Department. Um, if anybody's local, they still have some tickets left. It was postponed because of the ice on Sunday. It's right. now Sunday the 23rd, um, which is located in Walk Hill. So, you know, and they have the event flyer posted and how you, you know, send the money for the ticket through them there. So, but I'll be posting the stuff on Facebook as well. And my contact info too is on my Facebook and my website, which is psychicallysamorison.com. And you won't be sorry if you call and book with Lisa, either by phone, Zoom, or in person. I've witnessed it myself a few times and my friends have witnessed it, experienced it. And she's amazing. And I just love her. And I thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you. And we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Be well. You too. I hope you enjoyed the conversation today. If you would like to experience healing or give the gift of healing to another, please go to my website, www.hamsaholistichealingandayurveda.com or email me at sherry at hamsaholistichealing.com or you can contact me on Facebook, Sherry Berjanski. I offer Ayurveda consultations, Reiki energy healings, reflexology and Ayurveda foot massage, 
tarot card readings, angel card readings, and much more. If you found this podcast helpful, please share an episode so that we can spread this wonderful wisdom of healing. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, take care. Namaste.